where we are. Now that may start as an idea, and then hopefully turns into a knowledge, and then hopefully turns into a vision. Yeah? But when that's the case, then whatever comes your way, there's something already in place that's going to greet it. Yeah? In other words, stability and peace will greet the agitation. You know, the invitation to drama will be first read by peace and stability, let's say. Instead of drama, hearing the message of drama, yeah? Excite, you know, agitation, receiving the invitation of agitation. It dis- null and voids a lot of the mental advertising. And it's right where you are. And it's the only reliable place for a solution to be in this life, right where you are at all times. Because a lot of things seem to creep up on us. Yeah. A lot of se- it seems like we're the fulcrum of everything. Everything comes and then cooks a certain thing up and then we have an experience. But we're always one of the active ingredients in every event here. Every event. So instead of trying to bring some solace and peace to that, why not have that be the solace and peace and let that be brought to everything it meets? Because this is the singularity that's going to participate in everything you meet. Everything you meet is going to be met by that stability, that, that inherent condition. When, when the you, the identification as a you, is what's meeting everything, the you is as volatile as what it's meeting. It says that it's stationary, and this is Paul, and it was the same Paul eight days ago, but the volatility of your condition is totally different than eight days ago. Eight days ago, you may have been feeling pretty good. Your emotions were pretty cool. You felt you had enough money. You were getting enough love, everything like that. But there's no guarantee all of those things are going to line up eight days later. And so the same invitation that you could say no to eight days before, you may totally agree with eight days later based on your conditions because the conditions we're basing our sense of self on are volatile. They're not stable. They're totally at the, at the mercy of other conditions and situations, constantly tugging and pulling. It's like a cloud trying to ver- transverse intact a, a, a sky with the sun out. Yeah? The sun's going to evaporate it, it's gonna, and the wind's going to move it. So whatever shape it thinks it has, at that one point, it's not going to be able to hold that in a, a couple of points later in this this transversion of time and space. The, the dog that you see in the cloud, you won't see it about five seconds later because the cloud isn't solid. It's not inherently separate from everything. It's not its own island. It's being tugged and pulled and produced and stretched by these variables. That's what uh, we, we take ourselves to be. We imply that we're a stationary continuum, a solid thing, that actually inherently doesn't really change with all of these other effects, that's bullshit. You know? Your body condition's totally different than an hour ago. You may not have been noticing it too clearly, but it's, been to- it's totally different. You may have an itch where you didn't have an itch. Yeah? Now your sinuses are getting pollen and they're starting to create an altered state called the allergy attack. Yeah? And then your girlfriend could be fornicating with someone at the mall. Who knows? You have no idea. Yeah. So this, this presupposed solidity and okayness is totally volatile 
and is basically open to many, many attacks, how could that be peaceful? How could you really rest there? How could you find an assurance there? It's not hitting the same note all the time. There's no reliability in it. How can the theme of your life not have that baseline to it? How come it's all treble and all... There's no theme. It's not even a song. It's just fucking a wash of sound that your, your mental state's trying to make some kind of sense out of. It's exhausting. But if you land right where you're starting all your departures from, if you actually landed where you already are, it would bring what none of this can bring. All the managing and controlling this will not bring what's freely offered from your own state. Your inherent condition is what you're looking for. It's over and over again the same invitation because there's no other point to go anywhere else. There's not like a super tweaked invitation. It's just a simple invitation. Yeah? When you land there, you'll be in a state of, I don't know, finally, thank God, and then you'll find out. And then when you find out something, you can thoroughly be convinced. When you know something, you don't have a fucking clue, really. I know people who know they are fucked and they're still busy fucking themselves. It's got to go past the little mental state and go into an innermost for any conclusive, any convincing, any stabilized aha to grow. It has to have a sound foundation, and we are the platform. We are the platform. We give that up, this identification as a self, and then we try to juggle and get all these volatile balls lined up like a like a a little citadel of blocks and then try to manage control and have nothing affect no, don't don't move don't close that door don't, don't open that window that's what we're busily we're trying to it's like protecting it's like a kid not knowing tides and the water builds the sandcastle and then tries to defend it as the current as the tide comes up there's no way that sandcastle is going to withstand the tide the tide's going to watch all of all the ornamentation. You could have said you moved in. It doesn't matter. You could say no, and this is no, and it's going to go. Yeah. People believe they can produce a state that's unproducible. They believe if they get everything lined up, and maybe they hit it once. Maybe you know, like they say, a clock, a, a, a broken clock is always correct twice every day because the time will come and it'll be 7 o'clock and you go you see it's fucking working so maybe you do all this stuff and you come from the retreat and you just had like a vegan breakfast and they had melodious like Bach music on and there was no one other no one with less money than $100,000 a year eating there <laughs> all one color of person let's say white all with cough hair and beautiful bagless eyes. Everything's wonderful. Nine o'clock, but 901 shows up. Some fucking bum comes in wanting to get a cup of coffee. Boom, there you go. Oh, I can't believe it. My whole morning's ruined. Yeah. 902, someone else comes in. The next girlfriend says, hey, fuck, you owe me $500. What? There you go. 904, hey, the police come in. Hey, we've been looking for you. There's a bench warrant. <laughs> 905, you're totally screwed. I saw it once. It was an incredible example. I was doing the workshop in San Francisco. It used to be at 8.30, 9.30, I think. 
And a guy used to do the meeting before for like a year, you know, or six months that you do it. So I knew him. So I, he'd be leaving every time I'd come in. So this one day we're doing the talk, and at 9.29, and the talk's over at 9.30, he comes in. And as soon as he comes in and sits down, everyone gets up, basically, to leave, because it's 9.30. And he's sitting there, and he has a service dog and stuff, and he's crying, so I go over to him, I say, what's going on, man? And he's loaded. And so a couple of us went over there. So this is 9.30. 9.30. So we say, hey, listen, come to the coffee shop. We'll take you, we'll get you a cup of coffee. So we, me and four people of recovery take him to the coffee shop. We walk into the coffee shop. He insults the owner of the coffee shop, and he tries to put a move on somebody. So now resentments are flying at this guy. And now the AA people are getting resentful of him. So we have to leave at 9.35. They say, you've you got to get him out of here. So we go back to the dry dock. We get there at 9.40. This is 10 minutes. We go there at 9.40. I'm talking to my friend who's a cop, and we're talking, and suddenly he's having, this guy's having an argument with the manager of the dry dock. And the manager calls the police on him. So this is now 9.45. 9.47, the cop car pulls up. They come in, and they're starting to take him away. And then he said, they don't really want to take away because it's end of their shift. They don't want to do the paperwork. So they recognize, oh, my friend, they go, hey, what's happening? We say, hey, uh, you know, don't worry. We'll try to take care of him. So 9.52, he skirts that, right? 9.54, we walk him over to the bus station, the bus stop at Fillmore, off of Lombard, and we say goodbye to him, knowing full well he's going to be totally fucked in like half an hour. He was like a giant, like for me, I had magnetic appeal to people in uniform when I drank. This guy had a magnetic appeal. He was like pulsating, attracting any possible problem that could possibly occur in the shortest amount of time. So I only saw him for 25 minutes, and he went, I said, God bless you. I've never seen him since. So who knows what the fuck happened? You know what I mean? This is sort of what happens. You, you take yourself to be solid and a someone, yeah? But you're not. Yeah? And the conditions that you seem to be in, which are totally in flux, tend to attract sort of, like, they produce a polarization or a magnetism to other volatile situations that come in and they use you as a launching pad for a lot of drama. Like getting run over twice in one night. That's pretty dramatic, you know, or, you know what I mean? It's going to happen, and it's going to escalate so quickly because it's like, you're the fuse, you got like five fuses, and then five, five TNT little caches come around. <laughs> All the while, you're trying to hold it together with this story. This is Bill. I'm Paul. I didn't. I wasn't like this before, and I'm hoping I won't be like this. You were never like anything. There's no solidity when you go in to rest in yourself. It's out. It's part of the brain, which is the body. You're never going into spirit. You're going into the mental state. I'm going to go home and be quiet with myself. You know who you're going to be quiet with? Self. It's going to be most the loudest silence you'll ever sit because you'll be sitting in a quiet room and it will just be yapping like freaking crazy. You never... You believe this is in. This is out. Yeah. This is out just as this. There is no relief in out. Out is trying to get relief, but it's not of out. It's of in, let's say. You've got to know what's in 
and that will bring the relief into what's out instead of shopping constantly for the relief of out from out. Yeah? It's not going to work. It hasn't and it won't. And it has, if it has worked, it's been conditioned by time. It ran out. You had a re-up. How many people go on one retreat? They usually go on more than one retreat. How many people go on one therapy session? It goes on and on and on because the problem seems to have life in itself because we're blowing it up all day by our identification as a self. We're the problem. If we get to every root of every problem we think we had, there's one constant that we had them all. Every problem that we had, there was only one of us seemingly that had them all. That's never addressed. Let's just get down to the root of the problem. The root of the problem is you. Oh, I beg to differ with you. Okay, then who had all the other problems in your life? And who thinks it has the, the lack of problem in your life? The same problem. That's why the lack of problem never lasts. More problems seem to spawn out of nothing. You're the fucking sire of it all. You're fornicating with situations constantly to produce this mutation of selfing constantly. There's a freedom. It's available as you are right now with no requirement necessary. Just the idea, just the possibility of it could be so, you know? And we don't even go to that point. We just to go to the possibility of what is taken to be so may not be. So let's see what's so. And if it isn't so, then all of the rules that so is built by may not be applicable anymore. You may become freed from the bondage of self. Not even become free, you'll realize you were never bonded to self, which is the freedom. The freedom is always prior, before the bondage, never after the bondage. The business of freedom is always after the bondage. Freedom is prior to the bondage. The business of being free is after the bondage. The seeming bondage produces the businesses of becoming free. But the real freedom is prior to the bondage. Yeah? Your inherent state that hasn't been mutated, hasn't been muted, hasn't been changed, hasn't been altered by every wind, every mental wind, every emotional wind, every physical heinous act has never blown you off of what you are. Now that's reliable. And then your life will show it. You'll travel lighter, not based on getting all the situations and circumstantial conditions all copacetic. You'll be able to go through what you would call difficult times, but travel lighter through them. Because you will not be looking for the lightness from the difficult or the good times. You will be bringing the lightness into the difficult or quote-unquote good times. You see the difference? Instead of changing your clothes yeah, all day, every day, maybe check out the original suit, which you call your skin. Maybe that's sort of like the uniform you're wearing. Maybe that identifies you as a self. If you're not that, may, may what, what could you possibly be? What may you find out if you're not that? I don't know, but that's the joy of it. That's the, that's the mystery of it. The mystery of it is revelatory. 
when you can when you open up to I don't know what you may find out is much much more than you could ever acquire it'll be downloaded and it will bleed not onto the canvas but behind the canvas through the canvas you'll be the living scripture you'll be the 900 page book on consciousness you'll be the living example of it you could save the whole 900 pages just have a picture of you on page one consciousness okay there you go end the book edition number two consciousness <laughs> what else is being demonstrated during our day we're conscious of things all day aren't we how could why do we need to read a book on the topic if we're the living topic why do I need to read a book on being when I'm being I think knowing it would be like a booby prize or a secondary consolation prize where you feel like you have no possibility of getting the real thing so I'll take the consolation prize I know it yeah but isn't that the robbery or the heist of selfing? That it takes what you are and hides it from you, and then it sends you out looking for it. And the only way you can ever get close to it is by knowing it, which is the farthest you could possibly be from what you are, is knowing it. Being it is it. Knowing it is as far as you can possibly be from what you are, knowing it. Being it is totally different. It's a living, it doesn't have, it doesn't even need a page. It doesn't need a cover. It's just, it's just the, it's like the raw manuscript of being. You know, you're awake. How can that escape us? (laughs) Seriously. How can that escape us, the primary condition that we're exhibiting at every minute? We're on. Yeah. But I don't think, I don't, I, do I look like I'm on? <laughs> Am I, does, do these clothes imply that I'm really on? Can I convince someone else that I'm on? That's what I want, yeah. Can I have them pay to hear me give talks about being on? <laughs> what can I do to market myself better? Maybe get an Indian name? Who knows? I gone with the long hair. I can't get more Jesus than this. I look like the Hallmark Hall of Fame picture of an old Jesus. I've already done that. Where's where's the benefit? I look it. <laughs> Isn't that enough? No. <laughs> That's way too much. <laughs> Let's step back, Pablo. Go back a little bit. <laughs> What's seeing all this insane shit? Have you ever seen that? Have you? Admit to yourself. Have you ever seen what's been seen? Have you ever? Have you ever caught a glimpse of it? Have you ever heard what's been hearing this whole time? Have you ever heard it? What does it sound like? A female voice? A male voice? Does it purr? Does it hum? Did you ever feel it? What does it feel like? What does it feel like to finally get to you? How does it feel to be you? It feels like nothing. Yeah, I see nothing. I hear nothing. I feel nothing. I taste nothing. Wow, that that's much. That's what I must be. Nothing. What? Oh yeah. Then what has to go in that equation? The something. <laughs> I don't like that idea. I want to switch it around. 
something is going to find nothing and make it more of itself, something. No, that doesn't how it works. It's the negation of something which leaves nothing and then that's the finding out what you are. Yeah? How long does it take? No, not a second. How much vigilance does it need? None. Yeah? <laughs> is, it a, is it secure? Obviously. It's right where I am at all times with no requirement necessary. It can't be more secure than that. <laughs> Do I have to keep it in shape? No. It doesn't have any shape. When am I going to finally find out? Well, it's knowing right now. <laughs> you don't see the immediacy of it? It's like a slap, a constant startling into a condition of instantaneous recognition. Not even a recognition, just cognition. This doesn't have to be remembered because it's always so. It's never not been so to be remembered, yeah? Something to be remembered usually has to seem to be absent. This is never absent, and it can't be remembered. Yeah. It's so it's so there. We're not even you know we're like we're cruising on it all day and never appreciating the tires. You know we're just we're like all the movies that we think we're the star of. We never clap for the screen. You know behind it all. That's that. Why this making all of this available goes pretty much unnoticed in most days. <laughs> sort of insane, isn't it? Really, we're so busy pointing so much shit out, but we can never point out what can't be pointed at. You know, we can point out everything else that seems to be bothering us, but we can't point out the real belief. I tell you, you know the problem from the solution. If you start getting relief, if you have a certain type of head, it may do some reverse engineering and will tell why, it will inform you why the relief wasn't available once it's available. Once the relief settles in, then you'll see why it wasn't able to be settled in or wasn't able to be no noticed or wasn't being noticed. There's an effort that's causing it not to be noticed. Yeah? It's an activity mostly rooted in the mental state, pretty much all the mental state, yeah? And the mental state is doing a lot of stuff to, to sort of cloud what's actually happening, to make life not to be seen as happening, but happening to me, yeah? And he has, a, he has to do a lot of covering up. And the covering up, because it's never so, it can only appear to be so. In other words, it's not even a real screen to block the light. It just appears... It just keeps projecting a screen on there that has the ability to block the light. Yeah? It's, it can only reach a level of activity. It can never block you from what you are because all of this, you're this. You're the, you're the source here. So whatever's put in front of you can't block the source. It's only when you believe you're here then you can be blocked from the source. And that's what the mental state does. It convinces you you're a body out here and that this cloud has the ability to block you from the sun. But this whole story changes dramatically if you see from here. Then all these clouds, yeah, are not blocking you from the sun. You are the sun. Yes? Body, the cloud has the ability to block you from the light. Light, the cloud has no ability. Not changing anything at all, just... 
from here, the clouds have no ability to block you from the light because you're the source of the light. From here, as being a body, you are now in a dependent condition. You d- you're based on other conditions. You need the cloud to move to get the light. And what happens is clouds move, but then other clouds will come by, and then the light that's always on will seem to be infrequent to you, and somehow your mental state will write a story that you did something to move the cloud over to get some light. So if you keep learning how to move clouds over, you'll get more light. Instead of just realizing you're not the body. You're on the side of the sun. And the clouds have no... They don't have that huge effect in your life. Yeah? You still see them, but they have no ability because it's an assumed one. It's a made-up one. They have no ability to block you from the light that you are. You see... It's just like you don't change the pool game. You just move the billiard ball somewhere. That's all. It changes the whole game. You move the billiard ball, and then everything gets seen clearly. Yeah? We don't have to change. We don't have to get closer to the pockets or get a better cue. Just move the ball. And we don't even have to move the ball. Just realize we've never been moved. We're not in the position. It's like we've taken an assumed position that's causing us to get screwed, let's say. So we realize, well, we never never actually took that assumed position. It's just fabricated, made up, repeated quite a lot, reinforced quite a lot, implied constantly by the mental state and all the yapping and this whole world, assumed by this whole seeming world, but it's not so. What's so is the seeing. What's so is what's hearing. What's so is what's feeling. What's so is what's tasting, which can't be seen, felt, heard, taste, or smelled. We are that. We are the mystery of all mysteries. And yet we're not a mystery unto ourselves. Yeah. It's a simple, it's just, I don't know, we've the same imitation for years. It never changes. I mean, I have, I have one, I carry one invitation, no advertisement. Every week we go to the same mail slots, put it in. All right. You are what you're looking for. Thank you. Okay. All right. The seeker is the sort. Thank you. Oh, the gateless gate. Oh, thank you. The open secret. Thank you. What's looking is what you're looking for. Thank you. You can't use agitation to produce stillness. That would be agitation. Oh, thank you. Buddha can't seek the Buddha. Mind can't seek the mind. Light can't seek the light. It will never happen. It will never work. Okay, thank you. These little invitations will save you a lot of fucking time. Simply, the sleuth, the problem, the seeming problem in this condition needs a solution. A lot of solutions it gets fit the idea of the problem. So they, they don't last long. They have to be re-upped, reinvigorated, constant vigilance, constant efforting and practice to keep it somewhat so, the condition of peace. Usually keep a lot of the outside world out. Don't do that. You know, as long as you're in your little room, everything will be fine. As you step out, shit could happen. Yeah. Okay. Then there's another, there's a solution to that problem, which is, this is only an activity. A mental activity, stressing, implying, insinuating that there's a someone that everything is happening to and everything is issuing from. There isn't one. Yeah? Alright? So that's the solution. Hey, it ain't so. Yeah? It's an activity. 
It's, a, it's a, the highest point it can reach is seemingly so. It will always need you to appear to be so. It always will need the reality to believe in it. That's why it's so much advertising. That's why it's 70,000 thoughts a day. That's why it's constantly, constantly trying to... It's like making so many moons that then you'll imply that you're the Earth. You know what I mean? There's so much shit orbiting around, quote-unquote, you, you start taking... There must be a you for all this thoughts to be about. I mean, what? it would be insane if I was thinking about nothing all day. But it is. It is insane. But you're not thinking about nothing. They're just thinking about nothing. You're not doing it. So, here it goes, here it goes, here it goes, here it goes. Yeah. What would happen? Don't fucking... T- you want to shoot missiles into the moon and try to change their orbit and let them give you a little break? Just take the Earth out. <laughs> they all go flying. We're the gravitational pull to our own dilemma. We're giving it all the meaning it has. There's an example. We go to a lot of recovery meetings. And it's a typical thing I used to always hear. Someone would have a very clear idea... It had been almost etched in stone what was the worst thing that ever happened to them. Yeah? The worst thing that ever happened to me was in 1985, I, something happened, all right? Now it's a mental temple, there's the altar, there's mental flowers put on it every day, worshiping it, it gives us excuses for our failed relationships and that we never went to college. Oh, it's because this fucking happened. It's okay not to go to college. It's okay not to have relationships, yeah? No, no, no. This is reason why. Okay, so there's the worshipping, worshipping. Then they come into recovery. And recovery works on them. Unbeknownst to them in most cases, really. It just works on the inside out. And then after two years, they go, Jesus, that thing that was the worst thing that happened to me is actually the best thing that ever happened to me. You don't see that that thing has no inherent meaning at all except the meaning you give it? How could the worst thing ever happen suddenly be the best thing to happen because it wasn't the worst thing nor is it the best thing it was just the meaning you gave it based on whose condition the thing's condition or your condition your condition everything gets back here comes back here everything that's the whole point of recovery they take your attention off of who fucked you and what they did to what your role in, uh, in it was and then a huge amount of relief is, is, is there, which isn't there when you know who exactly what they did and who did it. You are so sure they screwed you and you know exactly how they did it, but there's no relief there at all. You just get to be right, you know, and you're drinking and using and fucking resentful. They're not being affected by your resentments, but you move it just a little bit to, hey, Paul, what was your role in this situation? What? Oh, yeah, let's see what... Do you have anything to do with this at all? <laughs> and then what happens is you begrudgingly admit, yeah, and what happens? A relief is available. Because it's not about them. It's not about the world. It's about us. Let it go back. Let it keep going. Don't close the door on it. There is no back door. It can keep going back and back and back. If you and I give everything all the meaning it has, then who's the biggest enchilada here? In this whole event called living, and you are told that you give everything, everything, that means everything other than seemingly you, and even this has been given a meaning by you, yeah? Everything else, you give it the meaning. 
that would put you in a very interesting position, yeah? And then to see that this body has been given a meaning by the same mental state that's giving everything else a meaning, and it's been given a meaning of being you. Yeah? And even then, then it's brought into its exalted crowning room, and it gets crowned as me. (laughs) And from there, the mental state plays God in everything it gives meaning to. (laughs) And then the meaning to everything starts biting me in my proverbial ass... (laughs) Because the fucking horses got out of the barn, so to speak. So now, I own thoughts, they own me. I own feelings, these are my feelings, now they own me. I own problems, they're my problems, now they own me. I own time, now it owns me. Yeah? The whole contract blew up. And now you seem to be stuck in it. <laughs> what's some, what's, what do you have to do? Anything to get relief. You know? I go against all evidence to the contrary to get high constantly. I mean, it was easy. I had 20 years of failed living and it still made sense to get loaded. You have to see the power that's right where we are, yeah? And how we're letting it get... It's like a huge supply of water that's, keep, that's gotten, gotten directed to feed arid pastures, you know what I mean? Like putting in land like this. We're constantly feeding mental states of past and future with all this interest and attention. And it's just producing crops from what's not happening. They're producing tons of anxiety and contraction all day. We're mimicking fear like 20 times a day. The emotion of fear just through mental anxiety. Some people have like five earth-shattering events a week. Hopefully there's only going to be one earth-shattering event for all of us, the time, the day the earth shatters, but people are having like five of them a week. How can, how do you believe, how are you going to be able to, you're, you're receiving uh, equipment, Is it gonna, it's going to produce static, it's not going to receive fucking anything except for one chain, one channel from the franchise of unclear channel, not clear channel, and that's selfing. It's the only frequency that gets that gets translated. It's all about me. <laughs> I just, oh man, it's just a slavery. Why not just put your fucking foot down, entertain some ideas, and see where they take you, and see if they're much more fulfilling and much more uh, abundant and much more refreshing than the dead ideas we have. Keep entertaining. I will be okay. Everything will get better. When? When? How about now? How about the is of things? Not the was and the willing of things, but the is of it. How about is okay? You're never going to be okay as a body. But you're okay as what you are. If you knew every... If you were privy to everything going on in this body right now, you wouldn't have left your house. You wouldn't know. You'd fucking no fucking way. If you had, if you had one extra chore, like pumping your own blood, none of us would have passed eight in the morning. Something new better to give us any real power, but unfortunately, we found a megaphone somewhere, and the self thing just keeps shouting out, "I'm the one who's doing." 
but most of the whole body uh, processes are involuntary. So, whatever. I'm so happy I heard this message, and it's just been echoing for years because it was it's been the last answer. I mean, I've tried. I went. I I explored thousands of notes, but I missed this one. And this note comprises all the other notes. This is the one note you'd like to have as a baseline. Yeah, I am that which I am looking for. Yeah, because that will always be right where you are at all times. Yeah, why put your your security or your rest or your peace anywhere? Like Jesus says, where don't put it places where moth and dust can corrupt. Yeah, you are the treasure. You don't need to accrue value. You are valuable. Surrender, and you'll be used, and your true value will be expressed, not by a self-directed agenda, by an open-air agenda. Yeah, you'll be used here. So. That's that.